This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Equity Bates. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you can Welcome to another episode of the Equity Mate Summer Series. Over 12 episodes, we're deep diving into some of the most exciting, interesting, and well known companies from both here in Australia and over in the US. In some instances, we'll be hearing directly from the CEOs to give you firsthand insight into their companies. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going? I'm very good, uh, Bryce. Very excited for this episode. They say invest in what you know, and that's why you've chosen this company for us to look at today. (laughs) Uh, That is not true at all, uh, but I think you might have more information on this company than I do. I may do. (laughs) So looking forward to hearing all about Match Group, um, which we're deep diving into today. The Summer Series is brought to you by Superhero. Superhero allow you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees, and you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. Visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions, and fees and charges apply. Ren, today we're deep diving, as we said, on Match Group. The ticker is MTCH, listed over on the NASDAQ. Yeah, so now you can buy it on Superhero because they let you buy US and Aussie shares. <laughs> they do, they do. And in today's episode, we're going to be covering what Match does, a bit about the industry that it's in, its financials, future prospects, and a few fun facts. It's going to be epic. It is, it is. And this episode, like every uh, Equity Mates Summer Series episode with Superhero, is going to be interactive and give you a chance to win $1,000 in your brokerage account. All you need to do is listen closely to this episode, head over to our socials and answer the question that will be there about this episode. We'll be picking one winner and giving them $1,000 to invest as they choose. The original concept was invest in the company that we spoke about, but we'll just give you guys the choice. But Match Group is on Superhero if you want to invest in it. That's it. So head across to our Instagram page at Equity Mates and find the corresponding post for this episode. Let us know in the comments your favorite fact about Match from this episode and we'll uh, choose someone to win a thousand bucks in a superhero wallet. Pretty awesome. 12,000 over this summer. All right. Well, that's the preamble. Let's get into it. Bryce, what if I told you that there was an ETF on love? Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to invest? An ETF on love. Do you think like- Well, I believe love in love. Has, so love has structural growth wins or tailwinds. Love can be monetized I think, well. I think love can easily be monetized. Love in can fact, be monetized. In fact, it is Valentine's Day, weddings, engagements. It's all expensive. <laughs> it is expensive. Yeah. What They say there's like two times where price goes out the window, like yeah. weddings and uh, babies. Babies, yeah. yeah. And I feel like pets almost now as well. True, but true, anyway. true. The reason I ask that is because the closest proxy to an ETF on love, well, online love, is Match Group. Yes. That's how you got to think about this company because it's got some big names that we're going to talk about. But basically, if you have ever online dated, uh, if you've ever matched online with someone, with one key exception that we'll get to, but you were probably using a match product. Yeah, they are one of the world's most popular, uh, well, they house the world, some of the world's most popular online dating products. Mm. So think of all the ones that you've used, Tinder, Hinge, Match. Well, Have you used all of them? I, I haven't used Match. I feel oh, like anyone our age probably hasn't used Match. Why is that? Because uh, it's... 
it's a website like operator, not an app operator, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, okay, it's gotcha. very old school. <laughs> gotcha. So we'll get into some of those platforms, but I think where this conversation starts is talking about the change in, I guess the way the world looks at online dating. And because even when we were at uni, there was like a real stigma around online dating and, you know, like people didn't think that relationships came out of Tinder or anything like that. And, you know, wind the clock back another 10, 15 years when Match.com was founded in the mid-90s, online dating was seen as weird. Like you you were seen as someone who had like failed at real world dating if you had to use Match.com or any of those yeah, websites back yeah, in the day. It was like, like the last was, resort. Yeah, it's I like, can't ooh, pick up in a club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's dangerous. But the stigma around online dating has completely changed. Data from like 2010 from the States, 5% of those married or in committed long-term relationships met their spouses online. And I would hazard a guess that that number has grown exponentially from there. Like it is is really common these days. Some uh, interesting data from this, again, only goes up to 2010 from the same survey. But basically couples that met online uh, was nothing until the 1990s because the internet didn't really exist. (laughs) By 2010, it had gone from basically nothing to 20% for heterosexual couples and almost 70% for homosexual couples. So just like massive uptake in a very short period of time. The stigma was going away. And when you're looking at an industry that has tailwinds of massive uptake and you know, breaking down the barriers or the stigmas around an industry, online dating and online love uh, was one that had some big structural growth drivers for the last 20 or 30 years. Yeah. And Match is sitting pretty. Match is sitting right in the middle of it. So let's get into the company because we've sort of danced around it, but this is a portfolio of some big names. That's it, Ren. As we said, Match Group is home to some of the world's most popular and well-known Dating products, as we said, Tinder, Hinge. Uh, they don't have Bumble, which we'll get to in, in a yeah, sec. Yeah, we will get to that. But it, it started in Dallas, Texas. Ran, it was previously owned by IAC, who then decided to bundle several businesses together, creating Match Group. And they now have more than 45 dating apps, with Tinder being the most downloaded dating app around the world. 45. What did I say? No, you said 45. Yeah. I just want to stress 45. Yeah, 45. I didn't even know there were that many. And I want to stress 45 because I've designed a bit of a game for you in a second. Okay. And what were you surprised about? Well, it feels like there's the big three or four, mm. and then there's obviously this huge tail of yeah. dating apps that are either really, really, really niche or just not like they don't have yeah, a yeah. huge audience yeah geography becomes important and we'll get to that but what we're thinking of in terms of tinder hinge bumble not owned by match but bumble being the other big one very u.s Mm. australia centric true Um, true true yeah 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 Yeah. so we'll get to that but yeah you're right there are some really obscure ones which is where my game comes in okay but before then i want to talk about the bumble situation because the bumble situation is a really important situation so a lot of people know the founding story of bumble whitney wolf heard worked at tinder she was a vp uh, at tinder she left tinder she founded bumble and there's always been a level of competition there, obviously. But Match Group has tried to buy Bumble at least once, probably multiple times. 
and it didn't go well for Match Group. So in the middle of 2017, Match tried to acquire Bumble for $450 million. Now for reference, Bumble uh, at time of recording has a market cap of $10 billion. Mm. So a little bit more than the $450 million a few years ago. So in response, Bumble published a public letter to Match and it was pretty scathing. Dear Match Group, we swipe left on you. We swipe left on your multiple attempts to buy us, copy us, and now to intimidate us. We'll never be yours, no matter the price tag. We'll never compromise our values. We swipe left on your attempted scare tactics and on these endless games. We swipe left on your assumptions, on your assumption that a baseless lawsuit would intimidate us. Given your enduring interest in our company, we expected you to know a bit better by now. Bang. So pretty scathing uh, from a competitor to another competitor. You don't see such blunt language used too often. Do love to see it. Though. Do love to see it. We'd <laughs> yeah. love to see Telstra and Optus write such scathing <laughs> public letters to each other. But I think the long and the short of it is that Bumble will not be getting acquired by Match anytime soon. No. So Match uh, will likely continue to own all of the big platforms Bar one. Bar Bumble. We did mention 45 uh, companies within the match group. So a couple of their key ones, we've mentioned Tinder. Obviously, match is uh, the main web, old school web, website old school operator. Website. <laughs> it's yeah. probably got an app now, but that's what I think of when I think of match.com. Then there's, uh, I haven't heard of any of these. Uh, Meeting? No, no. Surely you've heard of Hinge. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Hinge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Hinge tin- and Tinder. Tinder's number one in terms of users, revenue, all that stuff. That's the big kahuna in the portfolio. Yeah, yeah. Hinge and Match are probably next next big. Yeah. Uh, Hinge probably bigger than Match. And then there's, yeah, plenty of fish, our time, Meetic, OkCupid, a bunch of others. <laughs> plenty of fish. Yeah. <laughs> Lo- love that name. Love I that have name. one mate, and I'm not going to name check him here, but okay. one mate that is a plenty of fish user. No way. <laughs> yeah, and well, you know it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of fish. Broad appeal in the central US, Canada, and the UK. Interesting. All of these different apps have like different focuses and that's the portfolio approach for match. And for a lot of mainstream app operators who just are a Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, you know that Tinder and Hinge is targeting like slightly different people, I guess. Hinge's tagline is designed to be deleted. It's a lot more relationship focused. Tinder's not as relationship focused. And so basically that's match's play to, to try and cover all the niches. To give you a sense of just how narrow these niches go, I've got a game. It's called oh. Real or Fake. Okay. The real dating apps are all in Match's portfolio. The fake ones are obviously ones that I've made up. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna give you the name, a sentence description. You mull it over and tell me if it's real or fake. All right, first one, Our Time, a dating app that is exclusively for people 50 or over. I think um, for 50 or over would exist, but I think you've made that up. No, it's real and it's owned by Match. Ship, a dating app that lets your friends find matches on your behalf. Uh, Fake. It's real. It's owned by Match. It's your friends do the chatting and the swiping for you. On a similar vein, approved, a dating app that lets your parents approve matches before you can chat. Real. Fake. Made that up. (laughs) Next one, Pairs, a dating app that requires you to verify that you're single before you can use it. 
are fake. Real. Wow. Yeah, primarily used in Japan. There you go. Uh, Traveller, spelt with two Vs, yeah. uh, allows users to set locations and dates for where they're travelling rather than, you know, like all the other apps being where we are now. Uh, and then it allows you to match with people who will be in those locations when you're going to be there. Yeah, but I feel like most dating apps are location-based, so you go over and you turn Tinder on and away you go. So fake. No, the idea is like we're going to Europe in six weeks, so you say I'm uh, going to be in Europe in six weeks and you match with people who are going to be in Europe in six weeks. Real. It's fake, <laughs> but it's a pretty good idea. Uh, so Kind of. Uh, for free license to anyone that wants to take that idea. Also, any relig- heavily religious community that wants to take my parental approval dating app as well. <laughs> uh, next one, Wild Things, a dating app for outdoorsy people that requires the first date be an outdoor activity, you know, like hiking, camping, fishing, whatever. Fake. Fake, correct. And then last one, uh, Parpafido uh, allows you to search for people rather than that algorithmically based swiping. Real. Real, Yeah. Uh, so that gives you a sense of some of the, the different ones out there. Huge tail, a lot of niche. A lot of niche, yeah, huge yeah, tail. Yeah. Then there's like really specific demographic ones. I think there's, um, you know, specifically for like African-American users. There's a Jewish one, but I don't think Match owns it, J-Date. You know, there's a whole bunch of like um, demographic niches as well. Mm. That's Match. That's its portfolio approach. That's some of its big names. Let's take a step back and look at the industry more broadly. Yeah, well, you mentioned, Ren, the stigma around online dating is, uh, you know, it's getting better and more and more people are turning to it as a as their first way, I guess, of trying to find dates. Uh, but the global dating app revenue uh, was $1.69 billion in 2015, but it's grown to over $3 billion in 2020. And that growth is continuing uh, projections are of $5.7 billion by 2025. So pretty significant growth over the last sort of decade or so. Well, yeah, it almost doubled in five years and it, they expect it to almost double again in the next five years. Yeah, that is off the back of app users growing pretty significantly as well. $185 million in 2015 and now there's $270 million, probably a little bit more because that was a figure from 2020, but more and more people now starting to get online and use these apps. Oh, especially during COVID. Like especially. people couldn't go to bars or restaurants or anything. Yeah. True. So we've mentioned some of the major competitors in this space, Bumble, but there's another one, Badoo. Never, I haven't I'd, heard of it. I've never heard of it. Someone in our office had, but, but it's, uh, yeah. it's big. You know, these are the second and third most downloaded apps behind Tinder. Uh, in t- May 2021, Tinder had 6.5 million monthly downloads compared to Badoo with 3.9 and Bumble with 1.7. So s- Tinder still has a pretty significant market share in terms of monthly downloads and uh, it makes a fair bit of cash. It does. So Tinder's monthly in-app revenue in May 2021 was a little over $65 million compared to Bumble, 20 million, and Badoo, which was actually seventh with 5.7 million. Mm. I guess the question is how do they produce revenue? Two main things. Uh, Like every tech platform, they love a freemium model where the free users get ads. And for people who've used Tinder, you know, swipe, you swipe, you swipe, and then an ad comes up for, you know, like a movie or whatever. 
The second one is the premium model. Now, um, you, when you, in your single days, were a Tinder premium no, operator. I can <laughs> honestly say I've never used a dating really? app. Really? Yeah. Well, you didn't do any prep for this episode, then. <laughs> <laughs> the premium offering, it's like there's a whole bunch of things. I think the main thing is unlimited swiping, uh, whereas if you're a free user, they limit you after you've swiped a certain amount in a day. That's the model, freemium model, um, advertising and paid subscription. And that's pretty universal. Like all of the dating apps have slight variations on it, but really it's all much of a muchness. That's Mm. the business model, ads and paid users. Ren, you also mentioned that geography plays an important part here. Tinder's the most popular dating app in North America, but their major competitor, Badoo, is actually the, the front runner in South America and Europe. So something to consider when when thinking about investing in these companies. However, the market share for Match as a total group is pretty significant, um, home to, as we said, Tinder and, uh, you know, a bunch of the other key players. If you look at the breakdown, they have a pretty significant share. Yeah, globally they have over 50% of the market share. Mm. Yeah. So Tinder alone has a massive chunk, but, yeah, globally they're, they're huge. Yeah. yeah. Let's take a break and then um, we've got a few a few other interesting things that you should know about Match and the industry, uh, the financials, and then some thoughts about the company. So before then, uh, let's take a break and hear from our sponsors. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. So, Bryce, before the break, we spoke about Match. We spoke about the portfolio of platforms it has under it. Uh, if if you want an ETF on love, Match might be the closest thing. Uh, and then we spoke about the industry more broadly and how it's growing incredibly quickly as more users come online globally. Let's now talk about the numbers. Let's talk about the business. Uh, is love a profitable business? Good question. Depends on what you define as uh you mean monetary profitability or? Bro, we're I'm an investing fund. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, um, look, the uh, we got all these numbers from ticker.com, T-I-K-R. It's uh, in beta at the moment. It's an awesome platform. So head to ticker.com slash equity mates if you'd like to sign up. 
Uh, current share price at the time of recording is 154 bucks, and you can check that out over on the Superhero platform. Its market cap, Ren, is $42.65 billion. It has current revenue of $2.4 billion in 2022 and compound av- annual growth rate of 21% between 2016 and 2020, according to their latest annual report. So spitting out some pretty decent revenue and, and growing at a, a great compound rate over the last five years. So my biggest takeaway, putting some of those numbers together and putting them in context, earlier you said uh, the industry's rev- revenue was $3.08 billion in 2020. That's probably gone a little bit up for 2021, but keep that $3.1 billion number in your head. So in an industry that makes $3.1 billion, match makes 2.4 of that. I think that is just online dating dominance. Yeah. Well, as you said, if you want to get in the online love game, it feels like this is certainly a stock to consider. So then to answer your question, Ren, does love pay? It feels like it does. It does. $128 million in profit in 2020, to be exact. Nice. Uh, that that number was down from previous years because of, well, there was a few few like one-off costs in there. COVID, um, but also some discontinued operations. But $431 million the year before, you know, it pays. It does pay. Pays very handsomely. Yes, and if you uh, were lucky enough to invest when it hit the hit the markets, public markets in February of 2019, you'd be up over 160%. So stock price is, is certainly going pretty well. I guess the question, the important question though, is will it continue to pay? Is Tinder an app? that is at the peak of its power and is having a moment, does a portfolio approach actually mean anything uh, for the parent business? Like does that actually give it any competitive advantages? Is this business, like this business has been phenomenal and like the the original thesis of aggregating all these platforms together has obviously been good so far. The question is will it continue to do so? Yeah, well, for me, it's like they've got what, other than Bumble and Badoo, They've got the next biggest. So for me, the question is... No, no, no. They've they've got the biggest, Tinder. Well, I mean, yeah. So Tinder, then Bumble, oh, then yeah. Badoo. And then the and fourth, then fourth the and every fourth other and one everything after, after that. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're really, cons- you're really looking at the mix around is uh, Bumble and Badoo likely to, yes, beat Tinder, but also how likely are comp- like new starters going to come into this space? Is it something that all of a sudden you're going to have another company start up similar to Bumble with... Uh, a platform that captures the imagination of everyone out there who's still single and gets and takes it to the number one spot. I don't know how likely that is, but if that doesn't happen, then the bull case for these companies, I think still looks pretty, pretty rosy because the search for love and the search for dating online, I think will only continue. So it's just going to be that tussle between Bumble and Tinder and Hinge, I think. I look at this and I say there's no doubt in my mind that the industry as a whole will continue to grow as all the taboos get swept away, as more and more success stories come out of online dating. That is just going to have an exponential effect on the amount of people willing to use it. That's going to be good for the industry. Then there's obviously all the other tailwinds of like tech generally, you know, more smartphone users coming online, more internet services being rolled out, faster internet services being rolled out. Like all of that stuff is going to be good for the industry as a whole. My big question when it comes to this, dating apps for me are like a classic example of a network effect. 
the value of the network becomes more uh, valuable to each existing user with each new user. And that's because if you and I are the only two people on a dating app, it doesn't matter how good the technology is. It doesn't matter how good, uh, you know, the concept is. You and I aren't going to be dating. Oh, like Rem, Rem keeps <laughs> popping up on my feed. He keeps popping up. And once I swipe uh, left on you once, then there's no one else to chat to. So it, there's a, this is a network effect business and Tinder has this impressive position because everyone goes first to Tinder. Yeah. But it's also an example of an incredibly localized network effect. I don't care if there's 350 million users of Tinder in the US if I'm the only user in my local area. And there I think lies the opportunity for competitors. We don't need to be a global dating app to hurt Match or hurt Tinder. We just need to say we're going to be a we could, an Australian-focused dating app and just take all of Tinder's Australian users and make something that is specific for Australians and build a local network effect here and then if, you know, like if more and more platforms do that in different regions around the world, it doesn't matter that Tinder has the most users globally. It matters where those users are distributed and where there's a local network effect and where they're being disrupted. Because Tinder could have a billion users globally, but if they've got three users in Australia and Equity Dates has 20 million users in Australia, everyone in Australia isn't going to be downloading Tinder. And so that's the example of like a network effect being really valuable. But needing to really focus on local networks rather than a global network. The thing that surprises me with this is that some of the biggest networks, social networks in the world, as far as I'm aware, could be completely wrong, aren't involved in this game. Yeah, it's good. Why it's good isn't shout, Facebook yeah. getting involved? They have 3 billion people in their network. Yeah. They know how they interact. They know what they like. They have. They know what photos they post on Instagram. True. They know everything yeah. about them. Why do they not just have a roll off or a side dating app that's like yo facebook and instagram do have a dating app when you slide into people's dms like (laughs) you in particular (laughs) so it just surprises me that they're not in the game they um and yeah yeah it's a good it's a good question yeah they just know everything they have everyone in network already they have all the communication tools available yeah and, and the thing is when you sign up to these dating apps often you will sign in with facebook yeah. and then you will link your instagram and stuff like that so it's like you know they're they're pushing a heap of their data to these platforms yeah it's not yeah or and yeah look very interesting business um one that i hadn't really had much experience with i guess real life experience but i know a lot of friends in our friendship group do use it and and i Remember back in the day, as as we said, right at the top, you're at school going to uni, the stigma around online dating was pretty negative. You know, why do you need to resort to online dating if you can, can't go to the pub or a restaurant? Mm-hmm. But no doubt that it's pr- proving to be successful for more and more people and um, is breaking that barrier and giving more people the opportunity to find love. Yeah. Just on your socials, uh, Facebook thing. Uh, it's got you thinking. Yeah. <laughs> dating in the metaverse. Oh, I love it. What's that going to be like? <laughs> Is that that's where, face, that's where Facebook maybe or Meta, sorry, uh, maybe that's where they make their dating play. True, yeah, just dating avatars. Yeah, just strap on your VR headsets and uh, you never even need to leave the house. Crazy, uncomfortable thought for me. It's, it's yeah, it kind of suck. It's yeah. weird. So, Ren, um, look, as I said, 
really interesting company. Um, plenty more fun facts to come, but any sort of closing fun fact from you? Yeah, I think the swipe right feature that is so synonymous with Tinder, yeah. Match has actually copyrighted that. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and now I'm wondering why Bumble can – you can swipe on Bumble, yeah. No, yeah. Maybe it's swipe left. I've no idea. No, nah, it's no not. Um, but anyway, that's uh, that's an interesting little tidbit. But I think, look, can, if we're going to share some closing thoughts, I think it's a fascinating company in a fascinating industry. For me, this is the kind of example of why Australians need to look outside of Australia because this is an industry that so many of us see, touch, feel all the time we're very familiar with the platforms, but there's no Australian option to invest in this. This is a this is something that you can only invest in if you invest overseas. So the good thing is platforms like Superhero now have made that available. You know, they say invest in what you know. So this probably isn't going on your watch list, uh, but it might be going on mine. Nice. This is not a buy, hold or sell recommendation. This was just us looking at some of the com- companies that are interesting to not only us, but the equity mates and Superhero communities. Uh, we are going to continue, Ren, with another exciting company that's just hit the markets over in the US in next week's episode, and that is F45. Um, it's listed over in the US, and I'm sure many of the community know about it. Started in Australia, listed in the US. That's the Classic kind of stories story. you love to hear. So, Ren, before we wrap, just a reminder that the Summer Series was brought to you by Superhero. Superhero allow you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees, and you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions, and fees and charges apply. And don't forget, you can win a thousand bucks to go into your superhero wallet. Head over to our Instagram page at Equity Mates to find out more, and we will be announcing the winners at the end of this week. Loved this episode, Bryce. Loved this summer series. We get to deep dive on a variety of interesting companies. Until next time, swipe right. <laughs> Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equity Mates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.